from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Jeremy Harrell. Ladies and gentlemen, how are all of you? Welcome, welcome, welcome to Live from America Broadcasting from the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire. Today is June 10th, year of our Lord, 2021, and I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, but God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, a.k.a. the Hip Hop Patriot, and I want to thank you so very much for giving me the first hour of your day, ladies and gentlemen. We are broadcasting live on two different social media platforms right now. That is YouTube and Rumble. And we are getting ever so close to be uh, on digital TV with Real America's Voice News, which will put us on Pluto, Dish, DirecTV, Roku, Amazon Fire, Google, Apple, everywhere. And of course, well, you can also listen on the podcast as well, which is on iHeartRadio and many other platforms. But I want to go to social media, and I want to give some live shout-outs this morning. We already have a combined, I don't know, maybe 2,200 people watching within the first two minutes of the broadcast. So let's go to Rumble. First, we've got Corn Pop watching, as always. Corn Pop never misses a show. I love the fact that he's always here. Um... Hold on, I just seen somebody with the name of, I thought it was uh, Piglet, but I want to make sure that I got that right. What happened? You didn't get banned on YouTube yesterday like most of us thought? Yeah, I don't know. I have actually been deleting, so I've been going a couple days at a time and then deleting uh, you know, the first day. So I'm keeping up one day at a time and deleting the other videos, just in case. You know what I mean? So uh, Piglet says, I'm slurping my coffee. We've got Wisconsin. Go Badgers, go Packers in the house. Lisa says, you're still on YouTube. Yep, I'm still there. I am still there, and I'll be jumping over there for some shout-outs here in a minute. We've got Russ from Alabama watching on Rumble. Thank you, Russ. Um, We've got Purple Cloud 70 says, good morning, and God's blessings to the historical hip-hop patriot coming from Doug in OHIO. We've got Ginny watching from Lancaster, Pennsylvania on Rumble, and Amanda Collins, and I've seen that she said that she said my Instagram page was hijacked. I heard it was taken over, and, and not only taken over, but passwords were changed and everything. I just, I hope everything's going okay. I know that is a nightmare when that kind of stuff happens. And um, want to give a big shout-out on Rumble to Kelly, who says, hey, from Michigan. The Michigan show, by the way, that we are going to have uh, with the uh, Save America Freedom Tour, when that happens, that's going to be the 28th of this month, and it's going to be in Muskegon, and it's going to be huge. we got a lot of people coming out, a lot of state reps, congressmen and women. It's going to be awesome. So I will let you guys know exactly where that's going to be uh, very, very shortly. I just We're trying to get it all worked out so that we're 100% sure where we're going. We originally thought we were going to go to Madison, Wisconsin. That might be changed now due to what goes on in Madison, but I will keep you informed. It's changing every minute, it seems like. Christine Berry says, I can't get on Rumble Live on my cell phone. Yeah, I don't know what the, I don't know what's going on there. I would try using the app and the browser just to make sure if you're using the app, maybe that doesn't work and the browser does or vice versa. We've got Jean Bagno watching. She says, "Hello Jeremy and Patriots. Terry Evans, West Virginia Mountaineers, love the hip hop Patriot. West Virginia, the only state I have not been to on the east coast, uh, the east side of the Mississippi." So maybe got to get there real soon. Um, Noma says, did they take the wall around the Capitol down? As far as I know, most of it, yes. Mary D'Agostino says, are you coming to Rockford, Illinois? No, but we're coming to Ottawa, Illinois on the 29th. So we'll be in Michigan on the 28th and Ottawa, Illinois on the 29th. Got a huge show there for you too. And I think we're going to get Catalina Lauf out there as well, working on that. Roxy says, hi, Jeremy, my brother in God. Good morning, Roxy. God bless you. Um, Love you very much and thank you very much for all your dedication and also on youtube i'd like to say hello to dana christensen watching on youtube because rumble keeps lagging yeah it seems to do that i'm watching both feeds i'm actually watching three different feeds right now and all of them are good so you know what at least i'm giving i'm able to give you options to be able to watch live from america and that was the whole point from going back to uh youtube and uh, Alyssa warner how are you also watching on youtube good to see you i appreciate uh your viewership i'd also Folks, like to ask for all of you to pray for Nicole Adams. 
Um, Nicole Adams and her two kids, actually. One of her sons OD'd yesterday on Percocet that was laced with fentanyl. And that's one of the big problems with the southern border. We're going to be talking about the southern border today. A lot of us have been talking about the illegal aliens coming across and the sex trafficking and stuff, but we, we always seem to, to let off because, the, you know, the sex trafficking is such a, it, to me, is, is, is just inhumane, and, and drugs would probably come right under that. But the fentanyl that comes from the southern border is, the, is, is what's being, uh, it's being laced in all these other uh, drugs that kids are getting their hands on, and it's just very, very sad. So please pray for Nicole Adams' son who OD'd, but also her other son, who's eight years old with special needs. He's in the hospital fighting an infection right now. And folks, you know, uh, if you have kids or if you have grandkids and you see when they're sick and they have to be hospitalized, you wish that every part of this universe would, would give that sickness to you and so you could take it off the kid so the kid didn't have to suffer. And, um, you know, I, 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 my heart truly goes out uh, to Nicole and her two sons. And, Nicole, we pray that, uh, uh, that God swoops in and, uh, you know, puts an armor uh, around your entire an armor of God around your entire family and, and and gives you that option to be able to lean on him during these hard times. We know he's there. We know he's with you and uh, we just pray that, that that you and your sons will be okay. So love you and thank you for sharing such a you know a personal story and we'll be praying for you. And also folks I do want to let you guys know that yes if you are not seeing videos on YouTube from a couple days ago, I'm just deleting them as they as they become a couple days old. I'm giving everybody the option to watch the show and then I'm just getting rid of it. And I keep a recorded version so I'm not too worried about it. It just makes no sense to be there for the people who like to put the thumbs down to try to um to try to report it for something because 9 times out of 10 they're reporting it for something that's not even real or they're going in there and they're actually putting bad comments in the comment thread. Which which will also get you banned. It's like, if you don't like what's going on, just go about your life. You know what I mean? Just go about your life. So, folks, we got about 4,000 people watching. Please take the time in the beginning of this show to not only like and subscribe on YouTube, but also throw that rum- uh, click that Rumble plus sign down on the bottom of Rumble. Get this out there. Copy the link. Share it with your friends and family. Share it with people who need to hear it. Heck, even share it with liberals because we can educate. Uh, and that's the whole point in doing this show is to educate and to uh, bring people more, more people to the truth and more people to the gospel. Okay? And speaking of the gospel, folks, we're going to go right to the verse of the day today. And you know what, man? My verse of the days have really been um, eye-opening for me lately. They've been inspiring. It's like it's like the Lord is drawing me to very specific verses um, because it, it's really helped. Like yesterday, the, the, instead of reading the verse of the day yesterday, um, I mean, instead of reading Jesus Calling, excuse me, we uh, ended up talking about what Jesus said on the cross about how he was quoting scripture. That, to me, was an eye-opening moment uh, that I had yesterday, a revelation that I had right before the show. And I think we're just, I think as we get going more and more, as we send more Bibles out, as we get the gospel in the hands of more and more people, God is going to open things up to us in a way that he never has before. In a way that he never has before. Becky80 on uh, Rumble says she loved the newsletter this morning. Again, if you have not signed up for the newsletter, please just go to jeremyherald.com, scroll to the bottom, and sign up. It's simply, it's just, it's as simple as that. It's that easy. And then once you get the newsletter, you can forward it on to your family and friends. And really, that's exactly what we're supposed to be doing on this earth, folks, is spreading the gospel. And that's what the entire reason for paying for this newsletter monthly, uh, it, 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 that's the reason why I do it. That's the reason why. So, verse of the day today. And then I titled this, um, How to Definitely Get to Heaven. You really want to get to heaven? Well, the, the verse right here is going to tell you how. Verse of the day today comes from John fourteen six. So if you have your Bible with you, please open up to John fourteen six, And it says, Jesus told him. You guys probably are all very familiar with this verse. I am the way the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. There you go, folks. It's that simple. That is how you get in relationship with God. That is how you um, enter into a covenant with God. And that is how you ultimately get to heaven. 
Uh, Terry on Rumble says, Jeremy, have you been watching the series The Chosen? Yes, and I'm absolutely in love with it. But let's get back to this. 14.6, John, Jesus told him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. And if you are coming to the Father, then you are ultimately coming to heaven. And this is what I wrote. And in any way, I'm not trying to be, um, uh, I'm not trying to insult anybody else's beliefs. But this is the word of God. This is the gospel, and this is what I'm supposed to spread. So please, listen, and if you happen to not be a Christian, or you're not in any way in relationship with God, God, I urge you to listen to what I wrote. It says, God sent his only begotten son to create a new covenant with mankind by his death and his resurrection. That means that the only way to have this close relationship with God now is through Jesus Christ, the Messiah. I have a lot of friends who are atheists. I have a lot of friends who are agnostic. And I also have a lot of friends who are Jewish. I don't have a lot of friends who are, who are uh, a Muslim, though. And, and I'm not afraid to tell you that. I just don't. The hard part about that is that when I try to help plant the seeds to save them, I hit a roadblock. Sometimes I get frustrated. But then I realize that it's not my job to save them. I can't do that. I'm not God. It's my job to spread the true gospel and to let God do the rest and have faith that he will soften their hearts and open their ears. I love the Old Testament, and I love the Jewish faith as well. As a matter of fact, my wife and I acknowledge many of the Jewish traditions and holidays. The one difference being that we understand as Christians that Jesus was the pr promised Messiah and truly believe that he was sent to die on that cross for our sins to bring us back into relationship with God. We know this is true because of the prophecies of the Old Testament. Especially the one that I mentioned yesterday with Jesus quoting scripture on the cross, fulfilling King David's prophecy of how the Messiah would die. Also, because of eyewitnesses. There is more eyewitness testimony of the miracles Jesus performed, and even after the resurrection, than almost any other person or event in human history. In today's world, the most damning evidence in a court is eyewitness testimony. It's almost impossible to get the same story from many different perspectives of what people say that they saw. However, in the case of Jesus, hundreds of people saw Jesus at the same time, all saying the same thing about what they witnessed when Jesus rose from the dead. Also, just ask somebody what year it is. From any country, from any religion, they will all say it's 2021. And my question to them is, 2021 since what? The good news is that we know the exact way to have eternal life in heaven with Jesus. To repent, to trust in Him, and through that we gain eternal life with God. That bad, the bad news is there are still 4 billion people on this planet who don't know or accept that. And our job as Christians is to help them know that in a respectful way. In Jesus' name, amen. Folks, things are getting deep. <laughs> I'm telling you, in my life and in my personal walk with God, in my journey with Jesus, my personal journey is getting so deep and so amazing that there are not words for me to put it into some kind of explanation for you. So the best thing that I can do the best thing that I can do is continue to do these verses of the day and let God guide me in what to say and when to say it. Because I'm just a conduit, folks. I'm actually a Christian Jew. My great-grandfather was a German Jew rabbi, says Terry Sue on Rumble. That is amazing. I bet I would have uh, some amazing conversations with you, and I'd love to do that someday. I'd love to do that someday. And Kristen Donovan on Rumble also says... Amen. Let's shoot over to YouTube real quick where Bobby Mannion says, you are sowing the seeds. And Noma says, uh, good for you to Larry. And Larry says, amen. Uh, Randy Tinch is in the building on YouTube and says, good morning, Jeremy and everybody from Indiana. And Hans um, McConaughey says, Jeremy, I'm coming to Muskegon, Michigan on the 28th, man. Can't wait to see you. Can't wait to see you and anybody that you bring with you. God bless you and I'll let you know exactly where we're going to be. 
Okay? All right, folks. Let's move on to the Lord's Prayer. Like I said, things are getting so deep and so heavy with my personal journey with Jesus. The Lord's Prayer is really just so important to me, and that's why I do it at the beginning of every show. Please, if you know it, say it with me. We'll get this Lord's Prayer loud and proud up to God so that He can hear it, so that all of heaven can rejoice, and then we will get ready to rumble. All right? Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Christy on YouTube says, Can I get a shout out? Well, of course you can. Of course you can get a shout out, Christy. Shout out to you. Shout out to your entire family. God bless you and thank you for watching. Um, I really do love this whole being able to go from one platform to another and see everybody and talk to everybody. It's truly amazing and it is a godsend. I do want to remind you before we get ready to rumble here on Live from America that I will be on vacation folks, starting this Friday afternoon all the way through next weekend. So you'll see very little bit of me through that week. I'll try to do a few episodes of Live from America while I'm gone, but just please know that I'm not gone. Nothing happened to me. I'm just on a vacation with the family, and I will be back the following Monday, okay? All right, folks, you ready to rumble? I'm ready to rumble. Everybody on YouTube, you guys ready? All right, folks, I got great news for you today. I got a lot of... um. A lot of uh, vindication to talk about, and that's what we're going to open up with. And I'm ready, so here we go. Let's get ready to rumble. First and foremost section of today is going to start out with the Smarty Award. And the reason why we're going to start out with the Smarty Award, ladies and gentlemen, is because somebody has really, really, really has, has given a lot of stock in their portfolio in my book, okay? And that person is going to be Vernon Jones. Over the last month or so, Vernon Jones has really upped his stock in my book, and I respect this man a lot for what he did, what he's going through, and what he's about to do. So I'm going to give the Smarty Award today. Got to give him that due process here with this good music. Vernon Jones... From the great state of Georgia, the Peach State, where everybody is so wonderful and so, so nice. I love Georgia so much. I try to make it to Georgia as often as I can every single year since a few years ago. And I just want to say that the people of Georgia, I think that you will be in good hands with Vernon Jones. Now, I know I've talked different about Vernon Jones in the past, not in a negative way. I've always thought that the guy was great ever since he was he was uh, crowd surfing at a Trump rally. And we always want to see Democrats come to their senses and realize that the Democrat the Democratic Party has left them in the dust long, long ago. Now, there are Georgians who say they don't really trust him because he was a lifelong Democrat, and all of a sudden he just popped on the scene, got his 15 minutes of fame, and now he's trying to extend that 15 minutes of frame. However, I have a good feeling about this man. I really do. When he said that if he was elected um, governor, that he would get rid of the Dominion machines, that is what the people of Georgia want to hear. Period. That's what they want to hear. Are there things that you can pick up, pick apart when it comes to Vernon Jones? I'm sure there is. There's things you could pick up hard about everybody on this planet. But the fact that he said he was going to get rid of the Dominion machines, and the fact that he's literally doing uh, what the people want officials in Georgia to do, and that is like he visited out in Arizona and visited the process of their forensic audit and had a lot to say about it, and we're going to get to that in a minute. But that's not why I'm giving him the Smarty Award, okay? I'm, that's not why I'm giving him the Smarty Award. And L. Barron says he's just running for governor now. He can be a rhino. Well, you got you know, you, who knows? Who knows who might be right? But you know what? He's a heck of a lot better than Brian Kemp, and he's a heck of a lot better than Stacey Abrams in my book, Okay. Long story short, the reason I'm giving him the Smarty Award of the day today is this right here. And it's because I feel like in some way, shape, or form, I have been vindicated for what I reported back in November of 2020. So for all of you who are on YouTube, you won't be able to see what I'm about to show on the screen for the people that are on Rumble. But before I do that, what I do want to tell you is that the, the, very, uh, the, the following week, following the election... Last year, 
November 3rd, so probably around November 10th, 11th, I did a, uh, a live video where I was talking about watermarks on the ballots. Now, at that time, there was a lot of people talking about watermarks on the ballots. A lot of people. But when January came and the watermark issue was never brought up, I got hammered. I got hammered so very badly in January and in February and in March. Now, while I still had Facebook and I was getting 30, 35,000 live viewers at one time, I would say about 10,000 of those people were hammering me because we didn't see the watermark story come to fruition. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm about to be vindicated on that. And so are so many other people who brought this up back in November. Because Vernon Jones, on his Instagram, put up a picture yesterday of exactly what I was talking about. So let me just scroll over here and show the people on Rumble exactly what I'm talking about. There you go, folks. There is a picture. Notice the layers and layers and layers of watermarks when put in front of that special light on that legal printed ballot. Just like money, just like the cash, the, the currency that we use every single day right here in America, folks. There it is. Right there. Watermarks, layer after layer, inside the ballot when put up in front of a special light. Kalia on Rumble says, yep, I was one of them and I was called every name in the book. Well, folks, there you go. And guess who this is right here? For those who are not seeing this on YouTube, you're seeing Vernon Jones hold up a ballot in front of a special light, revealing the watermarks, and right in the background, you see Mark Fincham. This picture is real. This picture was posted yesterday, and every one of us were called conspiracy theorists for that. Every single one of us. And it was really, really, really hard to swallow. It was really hard to swallow when people were saying that stuff. But ladies and gentlemen, much like President Trump says things, and months, months, months and months later we all find out that what he said was true, I'm feeling a little bit of vindication right now from what I reported back in November. So I want to give Vernon Jones a Smarty Award for actually putting up this picture and showing exactly that what we were talking about back in November was 100% true. And I'm very, very happy that that's finally happened because I took a lot of grief. And apparently from the comments, so many of you took grief too. Amanda says, yes, I saw it, posted it, and got put in Facebook jail. Are you kidding me? So you posted this picture, which was posted by Vernon yesterday in Arizona, and you got banned from Facebook? Well, what do you know? That from now, it, We live in a world where if you get banned, we know it's because you said something true. Lori says, that's awesome. I so remember that too. And JPMom39 says, and we were all called conspiracy theorists. So many of you are saying the same thing on Rumble. Let's move over to YouTube. Let's see what people are saying over there. Um, Patty B says, I really like Vernon Jones. I honestly feel like he has the best interest of Georgians in his mind. I believe he is one of those people that actually woke up. There's a lot of people that claim they have for clout or for likes or for views or for even a push forward in politics. I really don't believe, I really don't believe that's the truth with Vernon. I don't. And that's just my personal opinion. Okay. That's my personal opinion. Um, Truth will always come out, says Noma. Um, truth will always come out. Truth tellers will always be vindicated one time or another. Exactly, folks. So, the watermarks were 100% true. And that, was, and that proves it. And that vindicates every single one of you who said it and myself as well. Now, we're going to stay on the topic of Vernon Jones here real quick. Because I want to show you an interaction that he had yesterday. When he was leaving this forensic audit or this tour of this facility and a tour of exactly the blueprint of how they did this forensic audit, I want to play a video for you right now where he had an interaction with a reporter. This reporter happened to be a big-time far-left Arizona reporter who just got embarrassed by Vernon Jones. So I'm going to go ahead and play this video for you. And for those who are on YouTube, you'll at least be able to hear the video. I apologize. As soon as I figure out how to have the same look, the same graphics and everything like that that I have on Rumble on YouTube, you guys will be able to see exactly the same thing. But let's go ahead and play this footage. I was setting up my question. 
Oh, okay. So let me say this. Whoever's funding it, is it taxpayers' dollars? Have you done your research? Is it taxpayers' dollars? $1,000 coming from taxpayers. Taxpayers. So private money is private money. They can do what they want. Have they broken the law? I did not say that. No, no. Okay. I'm just asking. Have they broken the law on who's funding what? Have they broken the law? Ma'am, I'm just asking. Have private investors who invest in this, have they broken the law? No, you, don't look at her. No, no, look right here. Did they break the law? All I'm asking is, man, I want to be very respectful. Here's my question. When you mention who's funding this audit, and I want, you said private people, including OAN, right? And the audit has not been clear about who's funding. Okay. But have, whoever is funding it, is it, if it's private dollars, is that illegal? Okay, now what I want to do is I want to show you another video. This is the same interaction, but listen to what he says. So basically what she's saying right now, let me let me bring the camera back over to me here on, on Rumble. What she's basically saying is she's saying, why is, uh, is private money, um, private and public money going to fund these forensic audits? And he basically put her in her place. She had no idea how to answer these questions. But the greatest part of this interaction is when he brings up Stacey Abrams and when she challenged her election and how the liberal media were just pawning all over helping Stacey Abrams challenge an election. And then he asks her, where did the money come from for Stacey Abrams and her challenge of the election? So let me just... So Vernon Jones... Bernie Carrick. Is it taxpayers dollars? Here we go. Hold on one second. Is she getting her money from? Is she be funded? Is she... <laughs> Not my question. Well, but you brought the media into it. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna bring this over here. I'm kind of starting it out in the middle of the conversation, but everybody on YouTube, I want you to listen very carefully to how he shuts her down. And this is this is why I think Vernon Jones is real. Okay, this is why I think that he's the real deal, and he just basically had a change of heart in life and realized. Basically, he was red pilled, and when you're red pilled, it's it's almost like when you when you become a Christian, you are so focused and you are so laser focused on what you know is right that this guy's going full bore, and he's taking tactics from Ron DeSantis, he's taking tactics from Donald Trump, and he is using them in order to shut down the fake news media. So, oh, by the way, it's all fake news. It's phony stuff. It didn't happen. <laughs> the news is fake. Okay, here we go. Let's transition this over and listen up. Would make a good headline, right? Well, I would think so. so I don't know if you've asked those questions and you've got internal investigations. Absolutely. And you're part, you agree that this should be, don't you agree that this should be happening? I, I want to talk no, to I'm you about. Asking, I'll ask you a question. Don't you agree that this should be happening? I'm not going to give out. you any personal opinion, but I just wanted to talk to oh, you about some of the things that we. Well, do you have an angle? Yeah, I wanted, I wanted to ask you, you about something. You want fairness and transparency. But do you want fairness and transparency? Yes. Can I please ask you something? <laughs> Thank you. Um, so this is being um, fundraised by private entities. We don't know who is paying for this audit. They won't be clear about that. Many Republicans have announced their fundraising for it, including... You know, OAN uh, anchor Christina Bob. Watch him so shut her down. Um, into it no, so I'm trying but, to but say. But you did say OAN, right? So you bring the media into that. No, I was trying so to give I'm you an example. Back into hold that on, in a minute, hold so on, hold on. <laughs> Not my question. Well, but you brought the media the into funding, it, so that makes an open game for you. Sure, the funding is um, is unclear. Uh, we know that there's it's Republican unclear. sources. Yes. So you asked me an unclear question. No, no, I'm not so done. So is it clear who has the funding? Is it clear who's funding it? Sir, I'm not done. Can I finish my question? Yes, Thank you. Um, have, <laughs> She's so flustered. We have we know that Republicans are recruiting for the counters, and Democrats have said they don't want to be involved in this audit. You know, they reached out to the Democratic Party trying to get observers here, and they said they didn't want to be involved. So knowing that, if Democrats were doing this on the other side, fundraising and recruiting... Would you support an audit that was just Democrats doing it? Listen to this. Well, actually, let's look at this and appreciate your question. When Stacey Abrams cried foul and cried fraud, who was funding Stacey Abrams' lawsuit? She didn't have the money. Matter of fact, she had to loan herself. Matter of fact, she owed $50,000 worth of taxes when she started to run her campaign. And where is she getting her money from? Is she be funded? Is she funded by these left-wing groups? Is she funded by George Soros? 
Ask me that too. Bringing up George Soros, even. Have you asked those questions? Sure. I actually haven't reported on Georgia, but no, no, no. Stacey Abrams is national. Okay. She is national. Isn't Stacey Abrams being funded for all of her adventures and all this by the left? Is that not true? I'm sorry, I haven't researched that. Oh, research. We'll circle back around to that and research that and get back with it. He says, circle back around to that and research that and then get back to me. I mean, folks, like I said, yes, is there reason to not trust somebody who's an ex-Democrat? Yes, 100%. But, but guys, I'm going with my gut on this one. And if he, if he was a... He wouldn't be bringing up George Soros. He wouldn't be bringing up the fact that Stacey Abrams was getting $50 million to be able to go ahead and, and challenge an election. He wouldn't be bringing up the fact, he wouldn't be saying to reporters, shutting them down like he is. Okay, He would not be doing this amazing tactic that has worked for Ron DeSantis and President Trump. He says, oh, you haven't researched that. Well, circle back around to that. He says, he used the old psycho Jen Psaki <laughs> term and says, why don't you circle back to that, figure it out, and then get back to me mic drop right there folks and for the reporter who did not 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 know what she was talking about nobody cares that was false and fake and never happened (laughs) that was false and fake and never happened boy and, and so again folks um nobody in georgia is doing what he's doing right now nobody nobody's saying they're gonna get rid of dominion Nobody is is out there fighting the election fraud as much as the guy who has announced his candidacy for governor. Now, he has not been endorsed by President Trump yet, which I think is rather odd. Because President Trump did say he would endorse him if he ran. I'm not saying he won't, and I'm not saying there's a problem there. I'm just saying it's odd that President Trump has not endorsed him yet. And I do have ties uh, to people who have ties with Vernon Jones, and I will try to get him on the show. Somebody just said you should get him on the show. I will try to get him on the show before he becomes too big. I can't get him on the show. Uh, Of course, once I make it to Real America's Voice News, well, then I'll be able to get a lot of people on the show. But you know what? This has never been a a, a big guest show. You know what I mean? And when I talked to the the owner of Real America's Voice News and others, and, and they said, well, to get, you know, to, to have a show that's so popular, who are you getting for guests? And I said, I barely ever have guests. And they were like, what? You don't have guests on your show? I said, barely ever. And I said, so people, and, and they said, and uh, he said, so people are just tuning in to listen to you talk for an hour? I said, yeah, I know. It's crazy, right? <laughs> I don't get it either. But this has never been a big guest show. I would like to have some great people on once in a while. Don't get me wrong. Of course I would. It educates all of us to have different people on. Um, but I do see some hesitancy for Vernon Jones on Rumble and on YouTube, and that's okay. That's okay. You there, you should have hesitancy. You should. You should never believe anything that, I mean, everything that anyone says who's running for politics, and, and especially if they're an ex-Democrat. That is entirely okay. But, and, and for me to fully endorse him, I'm just showing you that I really like what he's saying, I really like what he's doing, and I gave him the Smarty Award for showing the watermarks in the ballots. That's all. When I hear President Trump endorse him, then I'll get behind him 100% because President Trump has a better, has more of an ability to do his research on the guy and, and than I do. You know what I mean? So Lydia says, you've got God. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I don't need all the guests. We got God. Exactly. All right, moving on, folks. I just wanted to show you that interaction. I wanted to show you the watermark. I wanted to show to you that you are vindicated when it comes to the watermarks. Okay. Um, moving on, President Trump's statement. Oh, I got to read this to you. This is gold right here. I, I, you know, the one thing about President Trump is he constantly shows his leadership for this country, constantly shows his courage, and constantly shows you why he is the head of the Republican Party and not the GOP, why he's taking the Republican Party, transforming it to do the will of the people. And this is what I love about the guy. I mean, let's face it. If President Trump woke up tomorrow and started saying things that I didn't like, I'd be the first one to call him out on it. I'm not some guy that's just got my, you know, my, my, my lips attached to his rear end. That's not, 
That's not what I am. But I am so in tune with Donald Trump because he said the things that we were all thinking. When was the last time a presidential candidate said the things that we were thinking, then got elected, and then acted on those things the way we wanted him to? That is why I'm so in tune with President Donald J. Trump. So I want to read this statement that he put out. It says, Now that I have been totally exonerated of the Mueller witch hunt with a charge of no collude, no collusion, okay? Okay? Now that I have been totally exonerated of the Mueller witch hunt, which was a charge of no collusion, I have often wondered if a fake investigation is illegally started based on information provided and paid for by the DNC and the Clinton campaign. Should they be held accountable? Should they, folks? All right, I'll stop doing that. But he's right. If, a, if an investigation is illegally started based on information provided and paid for by the DNC and the Clinton campaign, and we find out that it was completely baseless and completely false, shouldn't they be held accountable? 100%. You can't go and make false claims to the police. Okay? You cannot make false claims to the police about somebody, and then the police find out that you lied to them. You're going to be charged. You're going to be charged. You're wasting taxpayer dollars, and you're putting somebody in harm's way. You should be charged. 1,000%. Then he goes on to say this. Not to mention wasting tens of millions of taxpayer dollars and interfering with years of presidential of a presidential administration. I fought the made-up hoax strongly and effectively, and I won. Remember that, folks. He won. Continues to win. Even with this leaving the White House and Biden illegally entering the White House, he's still winning. And you're going to find out when it's all said and done. Then they fabricated out of thin air the fake allegation that I obstructed justice. I won that too. Think of it. How can you obstruct justice when you were fighting a false and illegally submitted narrative? This week, I've been totally exonerated by the inspector general in the clearing of the Lafayette Park, despite earlier reports that it was done for political purposes. And I've also been totally exonerated in Congress by the testimony of former White House lawyer Don McGahn. It came, it went, and it was a big nothing burger. But fear not, he says, the radical left... The radical, fear not, the radical left, country-destroying, illegal witch hunts continue. And guess what? He said, I will win those too. He wrote a book called The Art of the Comeback, folks. A lot of people know the book Art of the Deal. But they don't know about the book Art of the Comeback. And I suggest to those who have not read that book, Art of the Comeback, that you read that book. Because it's out, it outlines exactly what he's doing right now. The guy was so far ahead of his time. This is why Congress used to call on Donald J. Trump when he was just billionaire businessman, real estate tycoon, number one bestseller. They used to call on him to get his advice when it came to how to get us out of financial crunches. Back in the 70s, back in the 80s, he used to be called to Congress because the people that we elected were too ignorant, too stupid, or too corrupt to do anything about it. So they used to call on Donald Trump. Remember? Remember that? Read the book, The Art of the Comeback. It explains exactly what he's doing right now. It's amazing. It truly is amazing. All right, I want to give you an update on the southern border, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, it's not a good update. It's not a good update. We already know that Kathleen Kamala Harris won't find her way down there. <laughs> we've been to the border you haven't been to the border well I've also never been to Mars either <laughs> well we'd like to send you there obviously she didn't really say that um, but <laughs> is really in the numbers the year to date numbers that have come over this border illegally and I will say welcomed by the Biden administration not only welcomed by the Biden administration, but the surge is exactly because of the Biden administration, where he told them to come. And then all of a sudden, they all turn up with Biden shirts. Isn't that amazing? Wonder who bought them. Anyway, here's the update. Year to date, this year, 180,000 plus came over the border in May, 
178,622 came in April, and 172,331 came in March. So I'm going to pull up my calculator here. We're going to do this real time. 180,000 plus 178,622 plus 172,331. That is 530,953. That's over a half a million illegal aliens welcomed and, and basically uh, told to come across the southern border illegally in just three months. And that is what's on record, ladies and gentlemen. That is what we know of. Those are the ones who came across and that we have detected. How many came across that were undetected? And then here's another terrible stat for you. Out of those 530,953 illegal immigrants that came across the border illegally that are living off our taxpayer money in our towns, in our cities, in our states, only 8,000 were turned away. Only 8,000 of over a half a million were turned away. And you mean to tell me that none of this is on purpose? You are completely naive if you think that. Half a million, ladies and gentlemen. And of course, uh, exactly what Dallas Graham on, on Rumble says, and that's just what we know of. It's exactly right. That is exactly right. Uh, God's Warrior Patriot says, Have you seen Lauren Boebert's new ad on Kamala Harris at the border? Yes, I have. And I want to congratulate Lauren Boebert for doing everything that she's doing. Dina Glosson on YouTube says, Speaking the truth. And uh, she also says, YouTube keeps closing on me, folks. Well, hmm. I found Waldo on YouTube says, I was trolling a Democrat page the other day, and they honestly truly believe that we can absorb 2 million illegals total, uh, totally unvetted with no problems whatsoever. Well, I mean, that's just, that's just people who don't understand consequences of actions. Those are the same people that their parents didn't use the word no. You know those parents that are only yes parents, they don't use the word no because it's, like, negative? So when, some, when a kid asks if they can do that, they don't tell them no. They just say, well, honey, maybe next time we should try to do this. Or maybe, honey, we, we can go play in the sandbox instead of playing in the alligator pit. They don't just say, no, you can't do that because you're going to die. You know what I mean? Anyway... Moving on, we're going to give the first Dumb Dumb Award. Who do you guys think the first Dumb Dumb Award should go to today? Well, I'm going to give it to Master Swamp Rat. I started calling him Master Swamp Rat because he reminded me of Master Splinter from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And because he's not really a swamp donkey or a rhino, he's worse than that. He's a swamp rat. He's the one and only swamp rat. So we're calling him Master Swamp Rat, and that is Tony Fauci. And we do not give him the title of doctor. He doesn't have patience. And we don't have any patience for him anymore. Boom, right there. I'll throw it in the swamp donkey bucket. Master swamp rat Tony Fauci is now, ladies and gentlemen, he's not, he's not seen very much anymore right now. He's not making his rounds on every single place he can anymore because people are sick and tired of having him. And he's only going to go to where he's welcomed. So you're not seeing as much of him anymore. And we know the White House is distancing themselves from Master Swamp Rat. Um, however, you will see him running to liberal... This uh, fake news was indeed fake news. Fake news media crying about how people are treating him. <gasps> I can't believe they're treating me this way. If you attack me, then you attack science. Yeah, we are attacking science. Because science seems to change every few months and completely destroy our lives in the process. Because you've politicized it, Tony Fauci. I can't believe the way they're treating me. Actually, it's more like, I can't believe the way they're treating me. There, any attack on me is an attack on science. Any attack on me is just an attack on science, and I don't get it. I don't get it. So he went on Chuck Todd's CNN show the other day, crying yesterday. I can't believe they're doing this to me. I can't believe they want to fire me. And there's some people who even say they want me locked up. Locked up. All right, let's go ahead and play. Tony Fauci crying to Chuck Todd about the way people are treating them. I, I don't know, Tony. It's funny how you can dish it out, but you can't take it. But because, because of you, because of your lies, because of your flip-flops, over the past 15 months, people have died. People have committed suicide. People have got addicted to drugs. They were a part of spousal abuse. I don't know how many teenagers all the way up through older, uh, elderly people have developed some kind of uh, depression that has completely destroyed their lives. 
How do you think you make other people feel? But now you're crying to Chuck Todd because of the way people are making you feel? I'm actually reveling in all of this. So go ahead. Let's play that footage. YouTube, you can hear it. I want to get to the political attacks. You, you have become, uh, uh, you've been sort of become a caricature on the right. Um, there's some really wild, fantastical conspiracies. I, I got to play one because it's a, a sitting United States senator. Uh, Marsha Blackburn, uh, I think we have uh, a sound of this. Let's, let's play that one. Here are some facts that I want you to know. First of all, yes, Dr. Fauci was emailing with Mark Zuckerberg from Facebook, trying to create that narrative, cherry-picking information so that you would only know what they wanted to know. That's you true. Know, and there That's would true. be a narrative that would fit with this cherry-picked information. That's all true. We found it out in emails, right? I don't even know where to begin, but it's a sitting United States senator. It's the most what I would call the most extreme version of, of, of what I've heard. First of all, I just want to say something real quick before we let this continue. This is how either incredibly stupid or incredibly evil people like Chuck Todd are. I don't even know where to begin with that. I don't even know what she's saying. Did you not hear what she said? She said exactly what we found out in the emails. She said exactly what we found out in the leaked footage that came from Project Veritas about Mark Zuckerberg and his executives and about how they worked with Tony, uh, Tony Fauci to create a narrative and not only create a narrative, but to create an entire algorithm based on the knowledge that Master Swamp Rat gave to Mark Zuckerberg. How is that so impossible for you to understand, Chuck Todd? It's in plain black and white. But apparently Chuck, Do Chuck Todd's either deaf, doesn't understand English, or just is too stupid to, ref to, to open his ears enough and go, you know what, we were wrong and she's kind of right. So he starts calling her radical. And then listen to what Tony Fauci says about it. I mean, these people are just making me sick, man, to my stomach. You got Kevin McCarthy Hi. doing his own version of this, Marco Rubio. You, you're aware of the critiques. Um, how, you've been debunking this. How do you debunk something like that? She's got it in her own head. Again, a United States senator that represents the state of Tennessee. What do you listen to Tony cry here now? You know, Chuck, I have I don't have a clue what she just said. I don't have a clue. I don't have a clue what she's talking about. I mean, so I mean, welcome to the club. I have no idea what she's talking about. How do you have no idea? And I'm sorry, I don't want to be pejorative against a United States senator, but but I have no idea what she's talking about. And you know, Chuck, if you go through each and every one of the points, which are so ridiculous as, 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 you know, just painfully ridiculous. But nonetheless, if you go through each and every one of them, you can explain and, and debunk it immediately. I mean, every single one. He should be fired because... Wait a minute. He says you should be able to explain and debunk everything that these people are saying? Let me try to say this without... We got the information from leaked video footage put out by Project Veritas from the Facebook side, and we got the other information from your emails. So where in the world could you be coming up with this rhetoric that you're saying you can debunk everything that they're saying? You can't, unless you're lying. Because we have the proof. That is why we're saying this stuff. We're not just making it up. But you're making up your argument to fit your narrative to cover your rear end. I, this is the part that just drives me crazy. People can just go on TV and say whatever they want. And there's no repercussions for it. It blows my mind. Here we go. In the beginning, changed his mind about masks. Well, okay. So let's go back early on with the masks and let's take a look at that. At the time that we were saying we shouldn't be wearing a mask, there were three factors that were going on. A, there was a thought to be a shortage of masks. B, there was no evidence. No evidence. Masks worked outside of the context of a hospital. I wear a mask when I'm... Okay, there he, he, there he, go, there he, there he, there he goes. There he goes. A... 
we were it was thought that there was going to be a mask shortage. So B, so so before we even go on to B, you're admitting that you were using the thought of being having a mask shortage by telling people not to wear masks. So you were literally putting if you thought that masks worked, you're literally putting people's lives at risk because of supply and demand. So you just destroyed part of your argument right there by contradicting yourself in one sentence. Dum, da, dum, dum, dum. But then he goes on and says, there was no evidence that masks worked outside of a hospital setting. You're a virologist. I'm not a virologist. He is. What do you mean there's no evidence? Your two, your A and your B just completely collide with each other. Right there. I don't have to be a scientist or a virologist to know what you're saying. I just have to be a person with a brain, a human. Black, white, purple, green, or blue. doesn't matter. you got to break these things down and you got to stop them and really listen to what you say rather than just listening to the whole clip. Because the guy, off his rocker, crazy. Okay? All right, here we go. Let's play some more. Patients with respiratory disease that could be transmissible like tuberculosis, a well-fitted... And 95. Thirdly, we were not aware of the extent of asymptomatic spread. So we said you don't really need to wear a mask. It wasn't only me. I'm picked out as the villain. It was the Surgeon General of the United States and the entire uh, CDC uh, were saying the same thing. So as we went from January, February, March, April, it became clear that those three things, A, there was no shortage and you could wear a cloth mask. B, the data showed that, in fact, outside of the hospital setting, masks do work. And third, oh. to our painful awareness, we became clear. It's amazing that you just found that out as a, as a virologist for the last 40 years. It's amazing that the evidence just, just came clear to you. This, and this is the guy we're putting our trust in and our lives in and our health in? The guy who just found out something that should have known 40 years ago? This is the stuff I'm talking about, guys. 50% or more of the transmissions were with people who had no symptoms. So that's when we said, we've got to get people to wear masks. That's what's called, Chuck, the scientific process. The scientific you process. A recommendation, an opinion, and a guideline based on what you know at a given time. As a scientist, as a health official, when those data change, when you get more information, it's essential that you change your position because you've got to be guided by the science and the current data. That issue with masks is people want to fire me or put me in jail for what I've done, namely yep. follow the science. I, I could go the next half an hour going through... No, thanks. Let's not go the next half an hour. Let's just get you off the screen right now because you don't have to be... Like I said, you don't have to be as smart as this guy's supposed to be to understand what he's saying is 100% lie, 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 cry, 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 cry. They want to put me in jail. They want to put me in jail. I just broke down something for you that didn't even make any sense. They were talking about Marsha Blackburn not making any sense. What they just said didn't make any sense. What they said doesn't make any sense. Now, I want to read something to you real quick, that was sent to me this morning. Now, we talked about those hospital workers that are being fired, the 178 of them in Houston, Texas, because they didn't want to go and get whatever. I'm not going to even call it what, what, what people are calling it because it's not that. It's just experimental. So they don't want to go get this, so they're getting fired. Let me read something to you. It was sent to me this morning. <clears throat> America's frontline doctors which is actually Simone Gold, she says that it is illegal to fire anyone for not taking the vax while it is in experimental stages, and right now they are trying to push it out of that stage. If someone is being fired due to not taking it, she asked that you contact americasfrontlinedoctors.org, and they would reach out to an attorney close to your area to help you. So... For all of you who have been reaching out to me asking what to do. For all of you who have been reaching out to me asking what these people in these situations can do. Class action lawsuit or whatever. Your best bet 
right now, outside of getting a consultation with an attorney, is to get a hold of the American Frontline Doctors by going to americasfrontlinedoctors.org, and they will help you reach out to an attorney close to you who is going to help you exactly with this. So if you want to narrow down, if you want to find the needle in a haystack, which is an attorney who will take this case for you, no matter what state you live in, your best option is to get a hold of the America Frontline Doctors, American America's Frontline Doctors, and they will be able to direct you into a, a, a direction of a, of a lawyer who will be willing to take this case and fight for you. The more you know, folks, that's what this show is about. Spreading information so you know what to do, where you live, to be able to hang on to your freedoms and choose what you want to do, your body, your choice. Okay? Really wanted to get that out there today. All right. New Hampshire. There's a rally coming up here in New Hampshire. I'm going to be gone. Otherwise, I would be there covering it for the show. So those who are watching on Rumble, I want to show it to you on the screen. Here you go. If you're in New Hampshire, I know there's a lot of people from New Hampshire who watch. If you're in Mass, if you're in Vermont, if you're in Maine, if you're anywhere near the state of New Hampshire, here we go. Rally for a statewide forensic audit based on what we found out in Windham. Uh, Friday, June 11th, that's this Friday, in Concord, New Hampshire, which is the capital of New Hampshire, from noon to 5 Okay, it says together with one loud voice so our elected officials can hear us. We the people demand a statewide audit. So there you go, folks. If you're in the area, if you can make the drive, and if you're in New England, you're always only two hours away from everything. Make the drive to Concord, New Hampshire at the Capitol building from 12 to 5 p.m. on June 11th, this Friday, and help out the people here in New Hampshire. And again, if I wasn't leaving the state, I would be right there live showing you guys exactly what was going on. Okay? So I just wanted to get that out there. I know there's a lot of you that are around this area and that you want to pitch in. Okay. Bitcoin. Bitcoin's big right now, right? We got a lot of dig- digital currency that's really big right now. Um, I was going to wait for later till later to do the story, but I want to do it right now. Um, is the federal government at war with Bitcoin? That's the question right now, okay? Not only is the federal government at war with Bitcoin, but there are some journalists out there that are saying these massive attacks that are happening, these cyber attacks, where they're demanding Bitcoin as the ransom instead of dollars, is actually being done by the federal government, meaning that the federal government, this is what these journalists are saying, and I'm about to read it to you, these stories that are coming out, are saying that the entire, the FBI and the federal government are are behind these cyber attacks that are happening, and, quote, demanding Bitcoin from these hackers so that we can get rid of Bitcoin because they don't want it to challenge the U.S. currency because Bitcoin and digital currency is becoming so big. We even have senators who are trying to call for legislation right now to make it illegal to use Bitcoin as a proper form of currency. So the question is, would it be far-fetched to say that the federal government was actually in on this as a way to make Bitcoin look bad to get rid of Bitcoin? Kind of like you deal with the, the, the thought behind the, shoot, the mass shootings, that there are people involved. You know, a lot of people think that there's government involved, so that they can try to get rid of guns. Well, I'm going to read quickly to you a little bit of this story. Now, where you can find this story is on zeroedge.com. And it says, and it's by Tyler Durden. He wrote this. And he wrote it today at 5.44 a.m. is when it went up. Let me read this to you. And who knows if it's true or not, but it's very, very interesting. It says, here we go again. JBS paid Russian... Hackers, $11 million in Bitcoin to resolve ransomware attack. So he says this. There was a moment of sheer hilarity earlier today when during a congressional hearing, the CEO of of Colonial Pipeline, Joseph Blunt, took the merely um, uh, farcical episode of the Colonial Pipeline ransomware hack when, as a reminder... A ragtag band of elite, quote, Russian hackers somehow managed to penetrate the company's cyber defenses, but was so stupid that it left most of, most if not all of the $4.4 million in Bitcoin it demanded in ransom in an easily traceable address for the FBI to track down and magically confiscate. 
It is still unclear how the feds got the private key to access the hacker's digital wallet. Quote, hackers, in, in, in parentheses. In, the, in days, if not hours, and elevated it to a level of sheer ridiculous absurdity when he told Congress that he didn't consult with the FBI before paying the ransom. What do you mean you did not consult with the FBI before paying the ransom? And why is it, just like it said, that these hackers who are so dang smart to hack in and shut down an entire pipeline to the east coast of the United States left it traceable, easily traceable, for a second-rate bit hacker to get in there and find it, much less the FBI? Okay, hold on. He says, this pardon, the parlance of our times is complete BS. Either the CEO is lying, or worse, he's telling the truth. And as some have speculated, he... The FBI and the, quote, hackers are all in on this so-called ransomware breach. And then right here, Zero Edge tweeted, Pipeline CEO says he didn't consult with the FBI before paying ransom. And then it says, because he was paying the FBI? Question mark. So I'm not going to get into reading the whole story right now. But the point of the story, ladies and gentlemen, it is, it is not far-fetched to think that all of these cyber attacks that Psycho Gen Saki says are still going to come in massive, in massive droves, apparently, because they can't stop them. They're all just happening right now under the Biden administration, but they all seem to be asking for Bitcoin as a form of payment. So they're asking for digital currency as a form of pay- payment in the, in, the, in, the, in the billions in order to give them back their intellectual property or, or, or access to their entire, you know, secrets or proprietary information. And then all of a sudden, within hours and days, there's, it's, it's traceable for the FBI to find it. And this has happened three times just in the last few months, folks. Then you think of the Fed. Who was the last person that said that they were going to get rid of the Fed? And what happened to him? I think it was JFK. And we know what happened to JFK, not to say that those two are tied, but come on, folks. Come on. And Bitcoin right now, digital currency, is the number one threat to the dollar. Besides inflation, which, by the way, is at an all-time high right now for the first time since 1992. Just saying. Just saying. Gas prices. <whistles> Lumber prices. <whistles> inflation. Job numbers, job openings, GDP, all under Democrat rule. Ladies and gentlemen, can I get an amen? All right, a couple more things here. I got one more Dumb Dumb Award to give away, so let's just go ahead and cue that Dumb Dumb music, shall we? Here we go. The Dumb Dumb Award, the second one today, is going to go to Cackling Kamala Harris. Wait till you guys hear this. You're going to get a kick out of this. Cackling Kamala Harris is now undergoing media training from the White House. The White House is putting Cackling Kamala Harris in media training. What do I mean by media training? What do I mean by that? Well, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) media training is an attempt. They're they're putting her through this in an attempt to have her more likable and have more smooth interviews because she's coming off so arrogant and so unqualified. Have I not been talking about how unqualified she is and how weak she is in front of the camera and with other world leaders? They're trying to get her groomed to take over the presidency. That's what's happening. And because Joe Biden has been doing this for so long, he knows exactly how to lie with a straight face, even though you see him sniffing kids, putting them on his lap, talking about cockroaches, being racist, and completely being clueless about what's happening in life. He's been doing this for so long, he knows how to do it. Cackling Kamala Harris comes off as the person that nobody wants in their home. That nobody wants to visit, that nobody wants for a boss, that nobody wants for a friend, and clearly that nobody wants as a vice president. So now the White House is putting her in media training because of her recent gaffes, especially with the Guatemalan president and the Mexican president. So if she can't even do media... If she can't even come off as likable, how in the H-E double hockey sticks is she qualified to govern the country if she can't even do a simple media interview? Folks, it's all starting to unravel. Piece by piece by piece. And I'm loving it. And pretty soon we're going to hear... You're fired. To every single one of them. 
Mark my words. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for today's show live from America. I want to thank you all so very much for giving me your first hour of the day, and I hope to see you the second hour of the day at 5 p.m. Eastern Time tonight from the Live Free or Die state of New Hampshire. I really enjoy our time together, and I want to tell you, if you still have not gotten a Father's Day present, pre, uh, present, you can go right to my uh, website and scroll down to you see the My Pillow and click right from there, and you'll automatically be uh, you'll automatically put the LFA promo code in. But if you just go to mypillow.com, you can get your dad or your grandpa or anybody for Father's Day some sweet pajamas, some slippers some pillows, anything to help your dad or your grandfather sleep a little bit better because we know if they are God-fearing Christian men, they probably work really hard to make sure that they have a good, uh, a well-constructed, uh, well-maintained uh, household along with their wives. And uh, you might as well get them something from MyPillow.com. And if you put in the promo code LFA, you can get up to 66% off or buy one, get one deals. So it not only helps finance life from America, but it helps Mike Lindell fight communism out there every single day. So thank you guys very much. Sign up for the newsletter. Become a monthly donor if you can. And always check out Jeremy Harrell for any updates. I will see you guys tonight, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, for more Live from America. Remember, there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there is only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, your chest out, and your head up high, because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. God bless you. Have a great day, folks. Long as I'm bleeding, I'ma never stop screaming that we first in America.